Ladies and gentlemen, the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> Did he? Was he? Yes. If Ron, Ron Burgundy says it, then it's true. It's gold. <laughs> yeah, cue music. I'm glad you enjoyed that one. Yes. <laughs> What's this me enjoying a Marvel reference? What's going on? <laughs> I know. What is wrong with the under the weather today? Under the weather, yes. <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. And I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. Welcome to a podcast called Fred. Yay. Yay. Yay, we're here. We're here, episode 84. Oh wow. Thank you for joining us this this week in the world of pop culture and our lives. Absolutely. Yes, Yes. speaking of our lives, Fulia. Yes. How has your week been? My week has been kind of busy. Been doing a lot of content work. And a lot of other work. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, so just been working at Channel 31 as usual. Done a bit of a shenanigans recordings. Um, piano lesson. Um, and that's pretty much it. Apart from the fact that I've been preparing uh, for this weekend just past. And that was because I attended the Madman Anime Festival. Yay. Ooh. Yes. So in the lead up to the weekend, I prepared myself my first properly handmade costume. Not entirely, but um, parts of it was. And I cosplayed as Lucy Hartfilia from Fairy Tale. Nice. Yes. Nice. Um, and so all I to to make her outfit, I I would I could have spent about 70 bucks at, on the actual thing already made mm. and sent to me. But I ended up spending less than 40 bucks on the one that I made. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. And, and it looked great. I was going to say, you looked incredibly cute in it. Thank you. Julia. I was missing a few pieces, but nonetheless, I did say that I was going in a casual cosplay. Uh, so I am very happy with how my costume actually did turn out so and Fulio, your beautiful smile no. was so distracting <laughs> nobody cared about any missing pieces no <laughs> i didn't notice any did you Kendall? i don't know. i wouldn't know either way so yeah it's fine oh it's all good thank you very much um so this weekend um the reason why i cosplayed as lucy had because fairy tale is one of my favorite animes mm. and um why specifically that character because the english voice actor um, for Lucy was at the convention hey. and cool. I got to meet her and she is so lovely. She is so nice. Do you like your costume? Um, actually I didn't go up to her cause I cosplayed on the Saturday. Oh, right. I got my signature on the Sunday. Right. Um, and so you I'm, didn't cosplay both days? No, I didn't. I just thought I'll go one day and then the second day I'll just go in as, a nerd, as, as me in my nerdy top. Oh, okay. And um, But she still complimented my t-shirt. Yeah. She said, oh, that's such a cool t-shirt. And describe the t-shirt. And the t-shirt, 
<laughs> since this is not a visual medium. No. Um, is a Sailor Moon t-shirt. So it's got it's just got a pattern of all the different um, the different uh, brooches that she uses in the show. Yes. Um, some of her weapons and also um, the other Sailor Scout symbols. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So and they're and they're. Um, they're in yellow with a on a blue background, so it's kind of like looking at the like looking up into the stars. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, it is very it's celestial. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this weekend has been a lot of fun for me. I've been yeah. going around, you know, doing a bit of shopping here and there. Um. You know, seeing all the wonderful, you know, cosplayers that came and some pretty incredible ones. Wow, so many like amazing ones. There were a few. There was a there was a few um cosplayer guests that were brought down mm. um the international ones and also local ones and their costumes are just amazing they're like mind-blowing yeah and you can you can see why they're like top tier cosplayers like pro cosplayers um what else did i do i well i think it was just mainly about just hanging out with my friends for the weekend yeah. that's nice and just you know being in the same environment that we all enjoy and it's all about the vibe, isn't it? Exactly. Even though you're in, you know, huge space with people you've never met before, yeah. they're all feeling the love. Exactly. Yeah. We all have yeah. the same thing in common. We all love anime and manga. Yeah, absolutely. And I think my favorite part of going to these conventions is always going into the artist alley mm. and just seeing what other people create. Yeah. Um, with you know, with their own, um, with their own imaginations, yeah, and nice. it's just amazing to see a lot of the stuff that they had there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It was so good. I enjoyed it. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Really great. How was your week, Wayne? Yeah, look, I've been at work, really. I've not had anything all that interesting, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, I did I did catch up with a friend, actually, the other day, and that was quite lovely. Yeah, so he's about to move to the States. Oh, wow. Yeah, to pursue a career in film. Oh, good luck so, to them. I need to meet him. <laughs> really, really exciting. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So um, and he's still umming and ahhing whether he wants to be in... New York or LA, obviously uh, for film, LA yeah, is the place. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you know, if you're gonna do ads and stuff, New York is the place to be. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's not an LA type person, mm. but I think you go where the work is, hey. Yeah, yeah. I guess unless yeah. unless he tries New York for a year, and if nothing happens, then LA. Yeah, but no, yeah, him and uh, his his partner, they're moving over there. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah, so I'm really excited slash yeah. a bit sad, but I'm like, well. You know, New York's always been on my bucket list, so, so he's like, yeah, you got a place to crash. It's like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's amazing. Let's Thank you. Let's do that. I'm yeah. like, I don't care. If you're in Texas, I'll crash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for free accommodation. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear that. I'll make breakfast in bed. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay my way. I'll pay my way. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, yeah, just kind of, you know, same old, same old. So not, nothing, nothing too spectacular. I did have a customer at work though, and uh, Kendall, I wanted to to just really share this with you because I know you will understand. And Fulia, as a security yep. guard, you are dealing with annoying people a lot yes, as well. Yes, I am. <laughs> so I put this sale through, right? <laughs> That's how they all start. I love, yes. I love the tone with that. <laughs> Strap in, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I know that for maybe anyone else, you're going to be like, man, you are whinging, but you, ha- you had to be there, right? So put the sale through. It's a gift card. It's a two hundred dollar gift card. It was, you know, the mum was there with her two teenage boys. I'd been helping them out for a while, ordering something online, paying something like you know at the till, and you know, transaction goes through, 
And because I'm nice, right? Like, I'm nice. I'm yes. known as the nice one, mm. which says a lot about my workplace. <laughs> but I'm known as the nice one, right? Oh. I wrote the balance down on the gift card. So, you know, they could keep tabs on what they have. So I wrote like 90 some dollars or whatever. And mum looks at me and she's like, that's wrong. And I've just gone, um, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I said, well, look, you know, your purchase was this much and this is how much is left. And she's like, no, you know, he's never used this gift card before. He doesn't go shopping. There was 200 on this thing. And I'm like, well, okay. If we add how much the purchase was and how much is left on the card, you know, he had spent roughly around 70 bucks. She's like, no, he didn't. <laughs> and so I've gone to do an inquiry and it bounces up that I wasn't lying. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, I don't care what it says. It has $200 on it. He did not. This is the first time he's used it. And so I've said, look, <laughs> okay. I'm just telling you what it says here. Yes. I'll call the company for you. So I grabbed my mobile phone <laughs> because, you know, I'm nice, right? <laughs> they could have done this themselves, but I do this myself. So I call and I'm like, yeah, you go, you know, there's a number on the back. You can do it, but I'll do it for you, you know, because I'm nice. <laughs> and I call. And I start jotting down on paper. And while I'm waiting, because obviously you have to go through 14 bloody menus just to get a straight answer. They're having a chat. And she's like, oh, did you forget that you bought something? She's saying this to her son. Like, she's backpedaling a little bit. I was going to say, why wouldn't you ask the son first rather than accuse you? Oh, no, because <laughs> the son doesn't shop, does he? <laughs> so clearly it says 200. So there's 200 on there. Not, you know, 130 or whatever. So I'm there and then she's like, oh, you know, and then I start, I'm talking to the operator and she's like, oh, just to let you know, you can go online and see this yourself. I'm like, yep. Yeah. And she's like, the operator is being lovely, obviously. She goes, did you want me to just tell you the transaction history? I'm like, yes, yes please. <laughs> so then I start to jot down dates and I start to jot down prices and I'm like, yes, spent $69 last December. <laughs> and he's like... Oh yeah, maybe I'd bought like a present for somebody. <laughs> and then the mum's turning around like, oh, his memory. What's that? Like, you know, how could you have such a bad memory? And rah, rah, rah. So I hand him the gift card and I hand him the paper that I actually wrote down his transaction history. And I am giving this kid the biggest death stare known to mankind. Because oh <laughs> he's like, I mean, he's got the paper and he's like, oh, should I keep this? I'm like, yes. <laughs> In case you forget. And I'm telling you, as they walk away, and the mother's like smiling at me, oh, so the order went through. I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's coming from interstate. It'll be a few days. She's like, okay. My eyes don't leave her son. I'm like, you fucker i've got a migraine and i was due on break 10 minutes ago but that's all internal <laughs> because i'm nice <laughs> so that was my highlight of the week <laughs> yeah, more like a low light, <laughs> yeah. that's fantastic i can oh man i can understand oh, wow. yes. yeah and, and do you know what it made me think of it's what they will always say uh because i'm you know heading into teaching hopefully uh it's like the kids you don't have to worry about 
It's the parents. It's the parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I just like why? Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I don't. Why I, they well, have to like? You're and, just doing your job. Don't and I, tell me how to do and it's my like, job. It's the machine. And you know what? Like there was at one point mm. where all three of them were asking something at once, God. and I literally did the teacher thing, threw my hands out in front of them like really defensive. I'm like. I'm only answering one question at a time. (laughs) 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 And so I dealt with the mum. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry you had that experience. That's okay. Yes. (sighs) You're here now. Breathe. That was your way, Kendall. (laughs) (laughs) Fortunately, not much better. (laughs) No, no, no. I've, um, I, in case you can't tell by the slight change in my voice, I have been sick. The past week, I had the cold, mm. had the black lung. No, it wasn't the black lung. Um, <laughs> you almost killed him for a minute then, Kendall. You almost gave it to me. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. Um, yes. No, I was, yeah, i mm-hmm. very under the weather. So stock take at work was a fun time for me, um, unfortunately, but I'm feeling almost 100% better now, which is something. Um, yeah, I had a good day Wednesday. Mm. Did did some Fred-related things we can talk about later on, yeah. I think. Yeah, exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then back to work Thursday, Friday. Um, Thursday night, I went to the movies, and I've got a quickie review cool. later on, which I'm excited to talk about because uh, it was a really great movie. Um, and then yesterday is Saturday, uh, as it was, uh, spent the day in Heathkit at a baby shower with one of my high school friends, her and her husband are, are due in 32 days now. Wow. So, and was it, uh, like, did they reveal the gender? Or was they, it they, fun? no one knows. It's going to be a surprise That's today. gorgeous. That's cute. Yeah. 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 So it was a u- unisex, uh, themed party. Yeah. There were him slash her balloons everywhere. Oh, cute. Oh, cool. So yeah. like all the presents were in white and yellow. Gender, yeah, yeah, yeah. gender neutral colors. <laughs> um, but yes, she she got spoiled. The baby got spoiled. And fantastic. Yeah, it was a really good day. Good to catch up with a lot of my friends as well. Yeah, which was nice. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's been it's been good. I've I mean yeah, my health has sucked, but otherwise it's it's I've had a good week. Yeah, so nice. Yeah, that's good. Yes, thank goodness yeah. for that. All right, shall we check in with the week that was in the nerdy news? Yes, yes please. let's do it. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay, nerdy news time. Starting with some Marvel news. This has got me very, very excited. Doesn't take um, much. Does not take much. <laughs> no, does not. A lot of these news items are pretty exciting hmm. today. But the most awesomeness, uh, hopefully, Robert Downey Jr. could be returning as Tony Stark in, Yay! in Black Widow. Which is... Very, 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 very good news to hear. Um, so, yeah, it's unconfirmed, but it, it's it's looking likely, particularly because Black Widow is it's set between Civil War and Infinity War. So, um, so yeah, that's there's a lot of ex- unexplored territory and opportunities for lots of characters to be involved 
in this movie that we don't even know about. So, mm. um, but yeah, it's nice to see his name float floating about in that story. That'll be really, really cool mm. to see. So hopefully it comes to pass. Um, another thing I really want to come to pass because this is an awesome casting choice. Haley Steinfeld is in talks to play Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series. Um, she's a fantastic young actress slash singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks the part. She's wonderful. Uh, Bumblebee was one of her big films. She was also in a couple of Pitch Perfect movies. She was Oscar nominated for her role in the True Grit remake, Mm. if anyone saw that. Uh, But yeah, she's very talented and it would be cool to see her join the MCU, uh, especially with this kind of role for her. So fingers crossed. Uh, And another Marvel news item. This is no surprise to, to hear for me at all um looks like marvel is reportedly developing a silver surfer movie mm. now that they have the rights back to the character again and there's also been talk of a fantastic four movie coming uh it's a no-brainer that a silver surfer film would be on the way mm. at some point cool. um which could be really good yeah probably really do good. a better job than yes. the other studio would have. Not hard. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I, not hard. I agree. Yes. Yes. But that's that's super cool. So hopefully we'll have more updates on that. Uh, doesn't say anything about if it's going to be phase four or five or anything. There's not really been an official comment from uh, my lord and savior, Kevin Feige, just yet. But we will we will see in the coming years, no doubt. All right. Some DC news. Uh James Gunn, this week, director of the upcoming Suicide Squad movie, or should I say The Suicide Squad, uh, sort of the reboot uh, if slash sequel to the 2016 film. Um, he posted a picture of the full cast has now been announced and confirmed. There's a bunch of big names in there, a lot of them we already knew about, and then a lot of other little names, which are, you know, really cool to see some unknowns in a big budget comic book movie like this. Um, it's funny, too, because James Gunn posted the caption of don't get too attached. Oh. To these characters. Yeah. Well, think about mm. the title. Yeah. yeah. What's well, the Suicide Squad? So yes. who's going to stick around? But um, so as we recently talked about, of course, Nathan Fillion is in the cast. Peter Capaldi is in the cast. We've got Viola Davis, Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, Jai Courtney, all returning, uh, reprising their roles. Um, David Dasmelchian, Sean Gunn, uh, Alice Braga has been added to the cast. Pete Davidson from SNL is joining the cast. Taika Waititi, like super freaking excited to see him in this movie. Um, And Michael Rooker. Uh, I'm pretty sure we reported earlier that he was not going to be in this movie. He said he wasn't cast in it. Unless I'm remembering incorrectly, I know there was a film he was rumored to be in, and then he said he wasn't in, and I think it was this one, but I couldn't find anything online about what the movie was, but I'm pretty sure it was this. Needless to say, I'm very excited about that. So that's the full cast. If you want to go check out the whole list of 24 names, it's on uh, James Gunn's social media. It's pretty exciting stuff. Okay. What else? Speaking of Margot Robbie, um, her production company, Lucky Chap, has gone into pre-production, if I can speak, pre-production, on the reboot of Tank Girl. Nice. Um, So this is a 
based on the the comic book series of the same name. Um, there was a movie back in the mid '90s starring the awesome Laurie Petty mm-hmm. in the lead role. Um, for those who don't know, Tank Girl. Um, for it, the story of Tank Girl focuses on the eponymous character who lives in a tank and loves violence, <laughs> alcohol, and her kangaroo boyfriend because it is set in a post-apocalyptic Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be very Mad Max-esque, <laughs> I think. Um, very, very cool. So, yeah, no word whether or not uh, Margot Robbie is going to be playing the title character, although that would be pretty sweet to see. Mm. Um, it's cool that this movie's give be given a second chance at life uh, over 20 years later. So yeah. hopefully it turns out very well and people will respond to it better than the original. Uh, but we will see how that pans out. Uh, some Game of Thrones news this week. It was announced we're getting another prequel series. Uh, that's going to focus solely on the origins of House Targaryen. Um, so that, for me, is really exciting because Targaryen, the Targaryens are my favorite house uh, on the show in the books. So uh, I cannot wait to sink my teeth into that. That's going to be very, very cool. Uh, and some more casting news from the upcoming miniseries of The Stand, the adaptation of the Stephen King novel. End of the world novel. We've been talking about it for months now. Uh, but we have two big names filling two big roles. We've got Alexander Skarsgård and Whoopi Goldberg joining the cast. Um, Alexander will be playing the villain Randall Flagg. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg will be playing the heroine of Abigail Fremantle. Um, so that is really, really cool to see them in the mo- well, in the series, miniseries, I should say. Um, Alexander Skarsgård, funny that he, he's in this because, you know, his brother, younger brother Bill, has been playing Pennywise fantastically on the big screen the last couple of years. And he's also in the Stephen King series, Castle Rock. So the Skarsgårds are kind of woven into the King universe a bit. Wicked brothers. Yes. <laughs> Which is really, really cool. So, um, and his character, Randall Flagg, is uh, the character that... Um, Matthew McConaughey played in the Dark Tower uh, film adaptation okay. that came out a couple of years ago because Randall Flagg's been used in a few different Stephen mm. King novels um, and I didn't know who Abigail Fremantle was but apparently in the book she is a 108 year old woman with supernatural abilities um, show, and she looks like she's the only person who can kind of come close to uh, the powers of Randall Flagg so. yeah. I've not read the the stand, but I've seen the original miniseries from the nineties. Yeah. So Ruby D played that character oh, originally, sure. and yeah. she has a way of introducing herself to people. So she'll be, she'll say, "I'm 108 years old, and I still make my own bread." Like that's her line. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's really sweet. Um, yeah, it seems that she um, she kind of is the leader of the the uh, protagonist group of survivors and yeah. who view her as kind of the messiah in this post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I cannot wait to see this. Yeah, I'd like to watch this one too. Yeah, mm. it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, some sad news out of Disney+. Plus. Uh, before it even got off the ground, the upcoming Muppets series has already been cancelled. Sorry, Miss Piggy. Sorry, Piggy. I love Miss Piggy. I know, me too. She's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> really is. Kirby! 
<laughs> I love her. She's the diva we all want to be. Oh, hate. yeah. Like, really. She's the only person who can get away with being that kind of diva. <laughs> like, really. Hiya! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And she's also like, she's taught us all that just because a man is not into you, there's no reason to stop trying. Yeah. <laughs> She is yes. the epitome of never give up. Yeah. And is. never take no for an answer. Yeah. <laughs> or just desperate. <clears throat> Determination. <laughs> wow, okay. Determination. Yeah. It's fine. The original Muppet Show series, Christopher Reeve was a uh, special Aww. guest. And as you alluded to, Fulia, you know, she was known for her epic karate chop yeah. <laughs> unfortunately for piggy she did try to karate chop the man of steel oh. so she went for his for his for his gut if you will or his well, he didn't have a gut he had abs <laughs> like for his you know torso she just reverberated yeah. <laughs> i love that that's cute that's very cute yes unfortunately the show uh has come to an end uh before it could even start because of creative differences between the uh, creators of said show and uh, the producers at Disney Plus. <laughs> they couldn't agree. Couldn't agree on the direction they wanted the show to go in. So yeah. it's not happening. Hot tip. Leave it to the creators. They know the direction <laughs> it should go in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you That's know, why they're creative. You know, big business people, they don't care about that. No, this is true. They mm. just, they want, they want what they want and they want it, they want their money. Mm. So anyway. But sad, sad nonetheless. But here's something that's really random that might cheer you up. They're, they're rebooting Face Off. Why not? For some reason. Okay, so is this a reboot of a film? Like, is it going to be a film again? See, this, well, it's going to be a film. Um, although I've seen articles referring it, referring to it as a reboot and other ones saying it's a remake. So I don't know what it is. Might as well remake it. It's I'd been a long time between drinks. Uh, yeah. There's it's no been, point in rebooting It's been it. over 20 years yeah. since the first film the one and only film so uh i'm my money's on remake mm. uh i don't know why they're remaking this one because for me and for my money it's very 90s mm. it's very of its time and the concept like is and then just nicholas cage's performance is outrageous it's a fun movie it's lots of fun yeah it's and a he, fun ch- movie. he chews that scenery oh as you do like it's oh my god yeah. he loves it um, and it, look, it's an, yeah, it's a very entertaining film. Mm. So, but I, I'm very curious to see how they're going to adapt it for a yeah. modern audience. So I haven't seen it since probably the nineties. Right. So I'm interested now if I went back and watched it, does the technology, you know, does it hold up? Do any of the effects hold up or anything? I think it, I think they're all right. Cause I don't think there's too much no, CG. Exactly. I think it's a lot of it's practical and body doubles yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess they could, when remaking the story now. Uh, I don't know, do more with it, I suppose. But, I don't know, it's it, it's a fun concept. I it, su- yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. There's Look, there's definitely opportunity to mm. kind of... Fully, do you know what Face Off is about? Nope. Okay, so it's a movie that came out in, I think, 97. stars um, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Mm-hmm. John Travolta's like a... I think he's FBI uh, or CIA. He's like a, you know, uh, operative type dude um and nicholas cage is the villain he's you know this terrorist basically uh kills john travolta's kid in the film wow it's really sad um and then there's this technology that lets you know like you basically have someone else's face like reconstructed onto your own so john travolta has nicholas cage's face put on him uh because they've uh he's apparently dead they think he's dead Mm. he's not dead 
Um, so they want to use his face so he can go into prison and pretend to be him and get information to, to bring right. down this terrorist group or whatever, I mm-hmm. think. I, I could be wrong on my information, but I haven't, because I haven't watched it in a few years. Um, but then it turns out Nicolas Cage's character is alive, and he gets them to make him look like John Travolta. <laughs> so then the good guy looks like the bad guy, and the bad guy looks like the good guy. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a fun And premise. so they, ba- they both play end up playing each other's roles. So oh, wow. It's, so it's, it's a good, if you're an actor, like those big dream roles for an actor, I think, yeah. to be both the villain and the hero in yeah. the same film. Really, really cool. Although I think Nicolas Cage does a better job of the villain than John Travolta does. But um, yeah, but it's it's really it's really interesting. You might you might enjoy it. Okay. It's a good. It's it's very it's a little campy in parts, but it's like mm. it's a cool concept. Yeah, so. it was directed by John Woo. Yeah. And if I'm and I believe I've got the right film here because I know it's one of Woo's films. There's this gorgeous shootout sequence that's like super violent and you know aggressive but it's played to somewhere over the rainbow yeah it's face off isn't it in the, it is, is it, yeah it is. yeah it's near the start of the film yeah. such a beautiful like yeah, the, the, that contrast is just amazing yeah and I, that's like a highlight for me i think that's such a that's an interesting and a beautiful thing to do yeah that's i love it sweet and sad with something so aggressive at the same time yeah mm. well i um Recently, what I was telling you guys before we started, I recently watched Good Morning Vietnam. Mm. There's a scene in that movie where um, uh, Robin Williams' character Adrian Cronauer plays "What a Wonderful World" by Louis Armstrong over the radio, mm. and uh, so the song plays over the shots in the movie, and it starts out fine, but then it show it starts to show the dark side of war and people yeah. being attacked and people getting blown up and yeah. people dying, all this stuff set to you know, the great Satchmo singing his iconic song. And it's just such a juxtaposition of yeah. light and dark. And I, I live for that kind of stuff. So that's, that scene is yeah, in Face Off as well. Yeah, wonderful. I remember loving that. And it's yeah, so clever. Still highlight. Yeah, oh, for beautiful. sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so check out Face Off in case yeah. you haven't already seen it. Yeah, see the original. And I'm, definitely o- I'm okay with it being remade. I'm yeah, interested I'm okay. to see it. Yeah, yeah I don't... I don't I don't think I want it, but I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to offend me. No, 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 it can exist. Okay, so uh, anything of those news items you guys wanted to uh, touch upon before we move on? Well, I've interrupted you a few times, um, okay. Kendall, but uh, The Suicide Squad. Yes. Uh, I think is going to be fantastic. Yes, me too. And there are two words that you said that will always get me to watch a movie, Viola Davis. Oh, she's so, so good. I... I'm, I'm there. I mean, I'd be there anyway, but I'm there just with a bigger smile because yeah. she's one of because the most phenomenal it. performers yeah. of her generation. Yeah, she's yes. just absolutely a- outstanding. Iconic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She needs to win an Oscar for everything she does. Yes, she, exactly. She gives her all. Um, I think I did forget to mention that John Cena is also going to be in this. Okay. So that's going to be fantastic as well. <laughs> so yeah. you're excited about that? No, I just saw the name and I'm like, oh, wow, John Cena in the Suicide Squad. This is going to be interesting. Why yeah. Not? And it's cool too, considering the cast is literally like a mix of half Marvel, half mm. uh, DC yeah. actors, <laughs> which Every, is fine. Everyone's in everything. Yeah, now, yeah. You know, crossovers, yeah. why not? It's fine. But yeah, I, I think, you know, I was concerned when i found out they were making a sequel based on you know how unsuccessful sadly the first one was i mean it made them made them a lot of money but um, and won an oscar and won an oscar for hair and makeup but um yeah, yeah. Uh, but when james gunn was attached i'm like okay this is gonna be good and now the cast is fully mm. announced i'm like no this is i think 
because James Gunn has, has written the script as well. So I think this is... I really want it to be good. It'd be interesting to see, because I'm somebody who enjoyed the, the first Suicide Squad. Mm. Uh, it would be interesting to actually... We won't do it now, because we'll be here forever. But it'd be interesting to actually watch it again with somebody who's not a big fan and dissect it. Because I'll be honest, I don't see the big deal. Like, about why it is so bad. Okay, well, yeah. look, it's not... It's not so, so bad. Like, there is a lot of... There's a lot to like in mm. it. I can I can watch it and I can appreciate the good mm. things in it. That's for sure. Um, but the two things for me that really stand out as just being negative is just what they did with Enchantress and uh, and having her as the villain instead of the Joker, even though Joker was sort of a villain anyway. It mm. was weird. So that weird kind of unbalancedness there. And then the fact that they, you know... They introduce Deadshot and they introduce Harley Quinn right at the start of the film. And then they get reintroduced again when they're doing the <laughs> entire roster yeah. of, of villains. And I'm just like, no, you don't need that. Pacing, editing. Editing. There's lots of, that's, yeah, there's a lot of pacing and editing issues in the, in that movie. But that's about everything else. Like, they have a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a fun the, movie. The violence is cool. The act, the acting is, it, the performances are really great. And the yeah. cast, casting was well mm. done. Just, just some flaws. Um, Fulia, is there anything you wanted to talk about? No, I think um, I think we've touched on everything that we need to talk about, really. Yeah. 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 All right. Fantastic. Let's move on out of the nerdy news and roll on up to the trailer park. Let's do it. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All right. Trailer park time. Uh, shall we go top to bottom, people? Yes. All right, fantastic. Uh, the first trailer that we're going to talk about this week is the second trailer for the upcoming Doctor Sleep. So this is the sequel to The Shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the first trailer uh, a couple of months ago. I really like the first trailer. This trailer, I'm now concerned as to how good this movie is going to be because I don't know if it looks that good anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> Wayne, you seem to be agreeing with me, nodding a little bit. I don't think this looks like a good movie at no, all. No, it doesn't. The, Ugh. you know, the, the parts where we've got Danny looks great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now it's going to go into this other supernatural stuff and you just go, okay. So, and I figured I now understand why I am not all that excited for this film. Because... This is going to be a straight adaptation of a Stephen King novel, which is fine. Mm. More than fine, really. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. The original Shining was a bastardized version of Stephen King's novel. Yes. So much so that Stephen King hates the fact that it exists to this day. Yeah, he does. Hates what was done to it and does not even acknowledge it as being a good movie in its own right. No. Not even as a fine, it's a bad adaptation. And let's admit it, it is a bad adaptation for what the purpose of an adaptation well, is. Yeah. But he won't even acknowledge it as a good movie away from his original text. Yeah. Which would probably annoy me as an author too, considering it's a much better story, the one that Kubrick did, yeah. than his original text. It is. That would piss you off because yeah. when it was remade for television a few years, quite a few years later, yeah, in the 90s. wasn't great. Well, yeah, that's, that was Stephen King uh, yeah. and one of his mates. They came but together and did that. He's, he's like, I want to tell my story. And yeah. you told the story, which was fine, but no one really liked it no. for a reason. So 
this, and I appreciate that this isn't aiming to be a direct sequel to Kubrick's. It's no, just it's a to... sequel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but you can't help think of Kubrick's. And Kubrick's no. original Shining is by far one of the greatest horror movies ever made. Agreed. And it is so great because it is so ambiguous. Yeah. That is what the genius of Kubrick as a storyteller is, was. So there's you know imagery here that gets me really excited. The twins, mm-hmm. the pattern on the carpet, yeah. the elevator, yeah. the blood, like... They, and even just seeing like Danny in bed and having you know uh, seeing red room, yeah. on, you know, yeah. engraved in the wall, yeah. in the walls and doors. Like, there's a lot of things to get you excited about. But then when you understand his sort of new mission with this girl that he finds, who also has The Shining, mm-hmm. I'm bored. Yeah, like it actually bored me. Um, yeah. It's a movie I'll probably watch. I'm waiting for it to come on Netflix though. It's, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go to the cinemas and see this. No, no. I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love oh, it to be a great, same. scary story. Same. Uh, but I would have to watch it, try to watch it, Yeah. independent of thinking of The Shining, of yeah. Kubrick's Shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you probably would have to, wouldn't mm. you? Yeah. What about you, Foley? What did you think? I felt nothing during that trailer. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I don't have that same... Um, nostalgia from watching The Shining as you guys have because I've never watched it. Yeah. Um, but watching that trailer just meant just I did not feel anything mm-hmm. watching it. So mm-hmm. for me, you know, I, I'd say Wayne sort of going in the right direction as to it doesn't really look that great, to be honest. Um, even though I've never seen the first one and I don't know what it was about. Um, yeah, it just it doesn't it just doesn't look right. Yeah, well, because. I okay. So Wayne, question for you. Yes. Um. You did you watch the the more faithful adaptation, the TV miniseries? A long time ago, when it first came out. So do you remember if the Overlook Hotel was done the same as Kubrick did it, or was it completely different? Oh, that's an amazing question, Kendall. I don't remember. Okay. However, I would imagine, <laughs> um, in terms of say like the patterns and so forth. Yeah were probably different yeah. because I don't want to say they're insignificant to the story because that's absolutely incorrect when it comes to Kubrick. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> absolutely incorrect. Um, but I just, I don't know. I don't remember it being an e- emphasized or anything yeah, like, okay. like that in saying that these filmmakers here probably want to connect it to Kubrick's shining. So they will pay homage because, um, and no one's going to care about that TV remake. Like, I'm no, sorry, no, no one's no, going to no. care. No, I know. And so I think to also pull it in for that nostalgia, that's what they're going to go for. Yeah. And also to say, hey, look, we're linking it to this. Yeah. Uh, which is a double-edged sword it when is. you're talking about the most overanalyzed film in cinema history. Yeah. Yeah. See, because that, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is if this is a film that is going to be very, very close to the Stephen King adaptation of the Doctor Sleep novel or novella. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're pulling references from Kubrick Shining, this that Steve King notoriously hates. Yes. And you're combining them these elements together, like you're already kind of tonally off. Yeah. Like in a way, like you know what I mean? Like it's I don't think it, it's I think it's a bit mismatchy. Like yeah. what you're what kind of story you're trying to tell, like are you yeah, like is this is this Danny going to be more like Kubrick's Danny, or is he going to be more like 
Stephen King's Danny. Like, how is it? How yeah. is that going to play out? And I'm just, I don't know. So, and this whole now that they've revealed what the movie's going to be about about these mm. kind of creatures that seem to be attracted to humans with The Shining, yeah, uh, and want to you know steal their power or, or eat it or whatever. I don't know what they're doing. Mm. I know it just didn't didn't sell me at all. Wasn't yeah. convincing. Was poor. The first trailer was so good when it didn't have any of that and it just kind of looked like something was dragging Danny back to the Overlook and there was this other girl that has the same powers he does. And and so why... And then now I'm like, well, if this, the, this like weird vampire-like cult thing is mm. happening, why are they going back to the Overlook t- hotel? And the dialogue was really bad and he was like, there's a place, a dark place. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, really? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you can be better than that. Anyway, I love you and McGregor. Watch him do anything... But I don't know about this one. So, anyway, that was a long time on one trailer. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> I guess we had a lot to say. Uh, Doctor Sleep will be in theaters on the seventh of November. Uh, if you haven't had enough Halloween spookiness yet, <laughs> uh, it'll be out a week after Halloween. Um, fantastic, uh, Fulia. Yes. What's the next trailer we're going to talk about? Uh, Watchmen. Yeah. Mm. Yes. First official big trailer for the upcoming. Watchmen rebooted series mm. for HBO. Um, Wayne, yes, as the DC buff of the group, yes. What are your thoughts? Uh, I have to preface this with saying that I really enjoy the film yeah. version of okay. Watchmen. Yeah. I need to give it another shot because I stopped. I got like an hour and a half in. And I it is up. incredibly long. It is, yeah. yeah. And somebody had actually told me that you won't understand the film unless you've read the graphic novel it is based on. Okay. That is not true. I've never actually read the graphic novel. Oh, okay. And yeah. you love the movie. And I really enjoy it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I really enjoy it. This series, while it intrigues me, doesn't necessarily excite me. No. And I think it could be because I was just really happy with what Watchmen presented as a film. Um, and I again really enjoy that film. But it... It's not like I particularly need or want another Watchmen film even, let alone a TV series. It fulfilled me. It told the story it wanted to tell. I don't think it did it successfully. It was beautiful to look at. The, the heroes are really interesting. It's, yeah, like I'll give, I'll give like Zack Snyder one thing. He, he knows how to do like aesthetics and style yes. and cinematography. Yeah. Like he make, makes me like he's good at making things look good. Yes. I think, and I think specifically with Watchmen, it is very character driven because mm. it's, you know, like going on the film, it's lengthy. And I think if you're not hooked by the characters, you, you, you just get lost. And that's, no. that's fair enough, I think. Okay. They just happen to appeal to me. Sure. I think, yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah. But I, with this series, look, it looks interesting. It's got, seems to have this straightforward plot line um, that's involving these characters. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, it, did, it didn't excite me. Yeah. But it doesn't make me hate it or anything. Okay. I, I'm very middle of the road for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's, it, it's good looking enough, but there's nothing here that makes me go, no. Oh my gosh, I need to see this. Yeah. There's nothing in it here. I'd rather sit and watch the film yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I actually haven't seen the film. So, um, seeing the trailer for this, uh, again, I felt nothing mm. watching this. And for me, yeah. it just, just does not look interesting at all. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. How about yourself? Can yeah, and you? no, I kind of felt the same way. Um, I don't really know. I haven't read the graphic novel either, so I don't really know too much about the lore of Watchmen mm. uh, and those heroes or anti-heroes. I don't really know too much. Yeah. Um, but, 
yeah, I was kind of looking forward to this series just because I was hoping that this would be my way into this mythology, mm. that it would make me a fan. But this trailer didn't grab me either. Mm. Um, didn't really get too much what was going on, what was it about. It seemed a bit all over the place and... Um, it honestly just made me wanted to go rewatch the boys again because mm. that show has just blown blown me away in um, terms of you know what it what it did with portrayals of superheroes mm. uh, in the world and you know Watchmen is yeah is some a little similar like the movie yeah. is a little I remember being a little similar with um because one of them is kind of like he's supposed to be good but he's actually bad Rorschach. Yeah, so he's got like the ink blotch test. Yeah. Yeah. So I I have to say, just hearing him in this trailer for the series, I'm like, that's not my raw shack. Oh. (laughs) Like, really? Yeah. um, Well, he didn't have the hat on, did he? No, but it's kind of like uh, Jackie Earl uh, Haley played him in the film. Oh, cool. And he is by far the greatest character in that. Yeah. 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 Because he's kind of like, you know, this sort of aggressive vigilante. So Mm -hmm. love Batman. Hello. Yeah. There's just some similarities Mm -hmm. there. Uh, But yeah. No, I mean, like Watchmen itself is fascinating because it's an alternative universe. Yeah. I think it's like Nixon is still president or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, it's a much more cynical world. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Maybe more catered to those kinds of heroes, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind checking it out, so I might still watch the first episode, see how it goes. Yeah, but, true. true. Uh, I mean, it is being run by Damon Lindelof, who did Lost, so, um, yeah, could be, yeah. could be, yeah, okay, could be. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's going to be good. That means, that means it's going to be complicated. <laughs> it means it's going to go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to pu- pu- try to pull you along. With a plot twist that no one will care about by the end. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, um, you made the decision for me. Oh, whether no. I'm watching this show or not. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll still watch the first episode. You can watch it for me. Tell, okay. talk, all right. talk to me about it. All anyway. right, all right, I will. God, I'll take one for the team. Um, okay. <laughs> so, hopefully it's not too bad. Watchmen, the series, will be premiering its first episode on the 20th of October on HBO in the States. Uh, I do not know where it will be playing here in Australia, but I imagine if it's HBO program, it will be on Foxtel. Yes, mm, so, yes a lot of HBO stuff goes straight to Foxtel mm. um, here in Australia. So keep your eyes out on that. Wayne. Yeah. What's our last trailer for the day? Like a boss. <laughs> like oh, yeah. Like a boss. Okay. So this was... Fulia and mine and and mine and Wayne. <laughs> yeah, this is our favorite trailer this Absolutely. week. Absolutely, this one actually got a response from us. Yes, yeah. it did. <laughs> we got a response. We were race. Well, yeah, we were silent through the first two. Yeah, yeah. and then as soon as this came on, we were right laughing. This one. Yeah, my goodness, uh, Tiffany Haddish is becoming she's amazing. She's mm-hmm. becoming this incredible comedic force to be yeah, reckoned with. Definitely. Um, my goodness, uh, I and I was like. Almost didn't recognize Rose Byrne because yeah. she's got like this nice blonde hair mm. going on. She looks really fine. <laughs> um, and Selma Hayek as well. Oh my goodness. Wow. I am always there when Selma Hayek is there. I love I her. I adore her. She's great. I, I, she's always a pleasure to watch on screen. She's so much fun. She's 
such a wonderful personality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she fully goes for these characters yeah. she plays every time. Yeah. Like she doesn't hold back. It's yeah. just she's just wonderful. Um, yeah, no, this looks like a lot of fun. It's Tiffany and Rose being, you know, these two uh, women who have their own kind of makeup company by I the think, looks I of things. I think they're best friends. And they're best, well, and they're yeah. best friends. Right. Yeah. And, you know, they're in debt. And then Salma Hayek's come along and she's this big, big, big businesswoman and wants to buy out their company, um, invest in their company rather. Mm. And uh, they really want it to happen. But, you know, they've got to, you know, go through X, Y, Z shenanigans to get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it looks hilarious as hell. Oh. The Dialogue was funny. The slapstick comedy was there. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, Fulia. Tell, uh, tell me your I thoughts. Am, I am really looking forward to seeing this. I, I, and for those of you who already know me, I, you, you know I'm one for comedy. And so yes. watching something like this has already got me thinking, oh, my goodness, this is a prom- predominantly female-led cast. It is. And completely. I love it. Yeah, it's great. So being able to see... Um, females lead a comedy movie yeah. uh, is so good yeah. because you know girls can do comedy oh, well. Hell yeah! And it's just oh my goodness, I just I love the look of it. And it's not like a it's not a rom com. It's not a chick flick. No. It's just full on just best friends going into business and then hilarity ensues. It doesn't. It also doesn't seem like it goes too much into gross out territory either exactly. it seems very outrageous yeah. comedy yes like a lot of physical stuff yeah yeah so i had a lot of fun with this I, yes. I think this is gonna look really good i think it's a fun you know beer and pizza movie but oh, there'll yeah. be more to it yeah my only concern with this trailer is i'm concerned that all the gags are in the trailer okay they that's punched fair. A, they packed a lot they did in this trailer You're and i right. actually wish i saw less because there were even scenes they showed where you just go, okay, it doesn't seem connected to what else is happening. Mm. Like, you know, you've summarized the plot and then you're showing these other scenes, which makes sense in the context of the film, but not in the summary you're presenting. Yeah. Sure. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's kind yeah, of like yeah. you're just pushing the gags, which is great, uh-huh. but I want to laugh in the cinema. I want to be surprised. Yeah, that's, that's my true. thing. Yeah. Um, but I... I I think this is this is gonna be good. This yeah. is gonna be. I good. hope it's I hope it's as good as it looks. Yeah. I, same here. I really hope yeah. so. Um, and shout out to Billy Porter, who's in this as well. Mm. He's so funny, and I can't. I'm. I have. I've only seen him in American Horror Story. I haven't watched anything else he's in. But even in American Horror Story, a scariest shit TV show, mm. he is hilarious. Love um, it. So it was cool to to see him in this. So I'm I'm super excited. It's going to be great, uh, but we have a little bit of time to wait, unfortunately. Fulia, when is it coming out? It's out on the 10th of January 2020 for the US and the 7th of February 2020 for the UK. You're so right. we'll get it in between there. Some, so it's a hopefully. S- summer movie for us. Yeah. Yeah. Looks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to go and see that. Movie night. Movie <laughs> night. Looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right. That's Trailer Park then. Yeah. It's rolling on out. And which means now it's time for my quickie review. Quickie review. Earlier this week with the lovely Christina. Hello, Christina. Hey, Christina. Um, Hi, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) I love Christina. (laughs) We went and saw um, a beautiful movie called The Farewell. Um, which I highly recommend everybody go see because holy shit was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a co-Chinese American production mm-hmm. movie. Um, it's about this family uh, who 
predominantly based in China, um, and the the matriarch of the family has been diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. But there is a tradition in Chinese culture where you don't tell that person that they're dying. Mm. Okay. Um, because you want them to just live out the rest of their days like everything's fine mm. so they don't uh, they're not overcome with grief and existential crises and all of that yeah. you know you want them just to just to try and enjoy themselves while they still can it's sort of similar in turkish culture as well oh really yeah, yeah it's okay. the doctors don't like telling the patients that they're dying they tell the family mm. yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens in this one yeah. as well they don't, so they don't yeah they tell the other family members so they know mm. um and yeah so they don't tell the, the woman but because um the the grandmother's you know family so her she has two sons one's moved to japan one moved to america and started a family um and so there's this granddaughter who's played by aquafina who was in oceans eight okay um She's phenomenal in this, by the way. She hasn't really done much acting, but she's really good. Um, so she's been raised in in American culture, yeah. and of course, in in Western societies, you know, the person is told that yeah. they're dying, you know, and so she doesn't understand why uh, she feels guilt over the fact that she knows, and her, you know, her her grandmother does not know, mm. and she doesn't know what to do. But so they basically the family puts on a fake wedding, so. Uh, Aquafina's cousin um, gets engaged to this Japanese woman he's been dating for six months. <laughs> and you can tell the, Jap- the Japanese girl doesn't speak a word of Chinese. <laughs> and you can tell she's just like, what the hell's going on <laughs> yeah. the whole time. So it's really funny. Um, so, But it, that's the ruse to get the whole family together one last time to see the grandmother before she passes. Right. Um, and the grandmother has no idea. Yeah. She has no idea. And she's the sweetest freaking old lady. Of who course will... she is. <laughs> oh, my. We need, we need to cry later, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And we cry we, later. We, yeah. Oh, my God. Because it's just so, it's so heartbreaking. Um, and... Just it's such a beautiful story, but there's this, there's a really lovely scene where I won't say what the the scene is, but I just want to say there's a scene that where like uh, Aquafina's character gets explained why they do this, why mm. why this is how it is in in Chinese culture, and it actually makes a lot of sense. But I don't want to spoil it because it when you watch it in con- context of the film, it yeah. enhances the whole thing. Um, but yeah, beautiful film, beautiful performances, hilarious in a lot of parts, a lot of funny dialogue, um, really great characters. And yeah, I just, you know, and the ending, well, you know, just because everyone has a grandmother. Yeah. Mm. You know, we may not all have kids or husbands and wives or, or brothers and sisters, but we all have grandparents. Yeah. And so going through like that kind of grief, we've all been there. It's relatable. It's so relatable. And yeah, uh, so we, Christina and I were both in tears <laughs> at the end, but yeah, we were very affected by the film. It's very good. I would give it four and a half out of five. Ooh, lovely. Recommend everybody go check it out. Nice. Please. The Farewell. Do it. Cool. Awesome. That's my quickie review. Thanks for listening. And now it's time for the moment, the segment you've all been waiting for. Kendall. <laughs> you ever heard Phil do an impersonation of John Howard? You sound like you're impersonating Phil impersonating John Howard. <laughs> and but... his impersonation of John Howard isn't that great to no. do with? No. That's saying something. 
My fellow Australians. <laughs> yes, I'm not very good at that. Um, <laughs> popcorn culture time! Yeah, it is. <laughs> popcorn culture time. Popcorn culture. Yeah. All right. It's the main event, people. Yes. yes. Okay. So last week we asked you guys the question, uh, what is your dream or who is your dream guest? At a convention. Yeah. And why? Ooh, me, 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 yes. first. Fully me first. Is, yes, Fully is going to go first because she's going to talk for like 20 minutes. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward I to try this to, I will try, don't try to keep it sm- don't, short. Don't try. It's fine. It's fine. It's a short list that I've got at the moment. We, oh, it's a we, list. We, we know how you are with elaborating. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. It's taking a long time for you to answer this question, Fulia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get into it then. <laughs> yes, so Fulia. <laughs> who who is on your list of dream guests? Well, um, I would I would pick a lot of people that I haven't seen already, um, but I've picked the two that I've been dying to see for a very long time, and I've seen one of them live here a couple of times doing his own show. And the other one I have idolized ever since I've seen him on TV. So um, the first one is Adam Savage. Yes, of course. Because he has got the most creative mind I have ever seen. He he, he hasn't even, like he even uh, says that he's not got any engineering degrees or anything like that. But he understands the math. He understands the engineering of certain things, machines. He, he loves space. He is a huge aficionado about NASA and the space program and, you know, the history of space. Um, and just the fact that he makes these amazing props, these awesome costumes and armor, and it's just absolutely mind-boggling how you know, accurate he can be making these things. And it's just so amazing. And I'd like, and I've seen him, he's come down to do his, um, his Mythbusters tour with Jamie, uh, with Jamie, Jamie Heineman. And he's also come down for another show that he did a few years ago called Brain Candy. And I've seen him in both of those. And it's just so much fun. He is, he's, he seems to be such a really nice guy and just so genuine and very humble and I'd love to be able to meet him one day. Like, honestly, like he, they do meet and greets for him when they do come down. But, man, they're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so, for me in that instance, if, you know, if one day I am, I do have enough money to be able to do these meet and greets, I will do it. <laughs> because yes. I really, really want to meet the man. Yeah. Or if he, you know, comes to Supernova or Comic Con and... You know, it might be a little cheaper that way. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It might be about the same. <laughs> well, you never know. Well, yeah, yeah, never know. But the other person that I have always wanted to meet was Alan Alda. Yes. Well, is Alan Alda, I should say. Yes. And I listen to his podcast. I love him in MASH. And I've seen him in maybe one or two other films. Um, he is just such a great man he Mm. loves science and he loves to communicate and for me that is just it's just amazing to just hear him talk about the things that he loves and he uh, he's he's in his 80s (laughs) 
So I don't know how much time I've got left to see him. So I want it to happen soon. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Because I don't know how much he travels. I don't think he travels that much, oh, okay. um, unfortunately. So, But, um, yeah, I would love to be able to meet Alan Alder as well. Yes, good pick. Yes. <laughs> nice. What about you, Wayne? Uh, surprise, surprise. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone else is a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michelle would be my number one. I've often said, though, that I would never want to meet her because I think I would be so excited and nervous I would just throw up all over her. And <laughs> she will look amazing, no doubt, so she doesn't really need me throwing up all over her. <laughs> She'd still look good with your vomit all on her. Oh, yeah. It doesn't... Yeah, it does not take much. Um, <laughs> sometimes Michelle, like, posts um, photos on Instagram of her just, like, with bed hair. I'm like, oh. <laughs> She's like, I just woke up like this. I'm like, no, you didn't. It's not possible. <laughs> it's just not possible, Michelle. But yes, it is. And <laughs> yeah, so I, I would, like, I would actually love to meet her. I don't think I would be able to form a proper sentence, to be honest, mm. because I've met some Z grade celebrities. Hey, Tara Reid. And I, I struggle to form a sentence. Like, oh my gosh, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but Michelle's always my number one. Uh, if I had others, so any bonuses, uh, Michael Keaton, my favorite Batman, I'd mm. l- love to, to meet him. Uh, anyone from the original Degrassi series that I grew up with. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I would. And they're probably a bit more accessible than Michelle and Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, like working in the city, I've come across and interacted with, you know, an assortment of people who mm. are well known and... Yeah, it's it's interesting because you just sort of treat them like normal humans, but in the back of your head, you're like, oh my gosh, it's you. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but, I actually had a moment like that during the week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Rush popped in again. Hey. hey. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Have Crash you had one. many celebrities in your store? Yeah, a few. Yeah, who's been your favorite? Well, Jeffrey Rush is my favorite because yeah. I've actually gotten the chance to speak with him. Yeah. Uh, um, and he's really friendly, really nice. Uh, uh, I had the honor of telling uh, Jeff Kennett uh, what Blu-ray is yeah. <laughs> a few years ago. Yeah. That was funny. Um, we get Jonathan Brown and Chrissy Swan come in yeah. oh, quite look, a bit. Chrissy Swan. Yeah, cute. she's really nice. Yeah. And so is Jonathan. I've served him as well. Okay, He's, yeah. yeah You're just missing Sam Ping. <laughs> I, literally. I know. Then we'd have the trifecta. I'd yeah. cry if I saw Sam Ping. I really love Sam I know, I know. So much. He's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, who else? Well, we've, we have, we've had Danny Minogue in a couple of times. Oh, wow. Because, wow. you know, the Minogues are from the Campbell area. Yeah. And, they, you know, their parents still live around there um, where I work. So, yeah, but I that's probably it, I think, in terms of... Celebrities, so some random football footballers have come in. Yeah, as I've well. had a few footballers. Yeah, as well. yeah. Um, I had all of Melbourne Storm come in once. Wow. Yes, those guys do not have necks. There's so no, much I know. Muscle it's just shoulders, them. and then there's chunks of muscle and around the where is, their neck is. They're shopping. Nothing fits these guys. Like, where do you buy your clothes from? Like, nothing fits you. There's Tailor so made. Muscle on there. Uh, yeah, no, I've served a few people and interacted a few people. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Todd Sampson. Oh, cool. Body hack. Mm-hmm. He's the most intimidating person I've ever met. Really? Yes. And not that he was intending to be. No, I'm sure not. He is extraordinarily tall. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. He looks yes, tall. he's really tall. Yeah. Um, like, I'm five foot four, so yes, I appreciate a lot of people are taller than me. But, Kendall, for example, like, you're tall. Yeah. He towers over you. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. he, well, he feels like he towers over he you. He probably would. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's got these just really black eyes. And so, when he asks you a question and he's looking down at you because he's so tall, he, like, just pierces through you so oh, a wow. little bit a little bit intimidating and when i had served him he was um on a phone call somewhere else and just like on business so he was quite busy so he wasn't i wasn't say he wasn't rude or anything he was, okay he was fine but I, I i felt the most intimidated by just having these eyes drill into you <laughs> waiting for it an answer to a question because he was hunting for a jacket um luke nguyen yeah, the yeah, chef. yeah, the chef. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely lovely. Yeah, he seems like yeah, a nice guy. He was, he was really nice. Mm. Um, I was in the store at the same time that Chris Smith was in there, but I didn't go up to him. But everyone said how lovely he is. Oh, cool. Uh, but my all-time favorite uh, famous person that I have served is Chris Lilly. Oh, Chris cool. Lilly he is one of the sweetest people I have ever met. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> very, oh, that's so nice. very, and very. Soft spoken, you actually sense that he's quite shy. Okay. When when speaking to him, and what I love the most about about having met Chris Lilly is he's walking just up and down the aisles, and in customer service, you're supposed to acknowledge every customer that goes past you, and of course that does happen. <clears throat> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sure. I can guarantee you, <laughs> no one has had the hey, how you going? Hi, how are you? Hi, oh, do you need a hand with anything? More than Chris Lilly when he walks into my shop, everyone stops to say hello. Uh, yeah, just hey, how are you? And yeah. then when he walks past, everyone's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Behind, like they're just mouthing all of this stuff. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, no, he came up and he was approached my till, and I was like, "I am getting there first, <laughs> letting anyone else talk to, to him." And you know, chatting just the normal, you know, yeah, you know, what are you up to? Rah, rah, rah. And you know, it's like, oh, just in Melbourne for rah, rah, whatever. Um, I don't remember the context. But what I love the most is that um, my store has a, has a loyalty card, and you know, just out of habit, you ask, do you have one? And he was like, yes, uh, but I don't have it with me. I said, oh, did you want me to look up your number? And he goes, oh, yes, thank you. And then literally, once I start like loading the page, he just says to me, oh, it's Lily, and spells it for me. <gasps> And that's when I loved him more than anything because I'm like, he doesn't presume that I know who he is. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I just thought that was so beautiful. Yeah. And I then replied after he told me, he was like, oh, it's Lily. And then I said, oh, okay. And is Chris or Christopher? As in, I know who you are, and that's how I'm going to tell you I know who you are. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So sweet. And this is what I mean. He just comes across as just the most loveliest man and so humble, just so polite. I love that. Nothing pretentious about him whatsoever. Oh, great. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. I'm so glad we went on that tangent. I know. It was, yeah. a, it was a lovely thing. But I was just so, like, it was the happiest I've been. Like, Aww. I love your work so much. Thanks for not being a jerk. <laughs> You're so beautiful. Like, Aww. it's just, yeah, really lovely guy. So I'm a huge fan even more so. Oh. So I guess I don't need to see him at a convention. Yeah, no. <laughs> get him at work for free. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I had that kind of interaction when I used to work at the airport when I first mm. started security. Gosh, I should see so many. I saw so I've seen so many mm. celebrities, uh, actors, artists just come through the airport and it's yeah. domestic. Yeah. And I think the one that I, the two that I actually remember is being able to have a little mini chat with Hamish and Andy. Oh, cute. That would have been fun. That's awesome. They are as funny as they are on radio. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way they talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And also uh, shouting out when I wasn't supposed to to Danny Boy. <laughs> like, yes. Danny! Yes. <laughs> when I'm not so allowed to do that, but unprofessional. sure. <laughs> Let's come to the hard thing, isn't it? But because I wasn't the See, my workmate actually encouraged it. I'm like, that's Danny Boy. She's like, really? Yeah. And then we both, she started yelling. He's like, Danny! And we both went. <laughs> yeah. He just looked back thinking, who are those <laughs> <things>? <laughs> He's just like, oh God, I didn't want to be recognized. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'd be like, oh my gosh, someone recognizes me. Yeah. Do you want an autograph? Yes. <laughs> that, that, particular, that particular day was right after, the day after the Logies had, um, uh, had aired. Oh, right. Had, yeah. had run. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, and it was still running in Melbourne. <laughs> It was that was so funny. <laughs> side note on this side note, how trashy are the Logies in Queensland? I haven't uh, seen it. I've been watching. I it. caught a bit of the opening when they did the first year. I'm like, this looks so tacky. Like <laughs> they had a 1983 budget <laughs> and set dressing to match. It oh, was so no. bad. Like it actually looks depressing. Oh no. Yeah. Is that Conrad Jupiter's casino? Is it not? Possibly. In, 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 Go- in the Gold Coast. It's the I only no one idea. that I can think yeah, of. Probably, yeah, probably, yeah. And I guess maybe just because it's such a smaller <coughs> venue than Crown. Yeah. yeah. I, it, but you just is. go, oh my gosh. But then that's also, I suppose, the spirit of the Lokis as well. Like, it's just this party, really. I'm just yeah. wondering why they moved up there. Maybe maybe they can't afford Crown anymore. No, the Melbourne... The contract. Go- well, because the Melbourne... Uh, the Victorian government pays for it. Yeah. And I think it's like a $1 million contract. Yeah. And uh, the Victorian state government decided... Well, we're spending $1 million on this. It doesn't actually do anything for tourism or for our state. Like, it doesn't... It, you don't get any return of investment mm, yeah, from that $1 okay. million. So I was yeah. like, well, you know what? That actually makes sense. Yeah, yeah it enough. does. Yeah. I mean, if people, like, clamoured around, came to Melbourne to line up, like, you know, you would at the Oscars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You go, well, that's actually feeding in because people are... Yeah, exactly. You know, putting money into the economy by visiting here. But no. No. But no, there's not really enough... Great quality Australian TV, especially if, you know, shows like Gogglebox are winning Logies, then... Uh... Gogglebox is hilarious, and I will not have you shit all over it, Kendall. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't don't like the fact that it's a TV show of people watching TV shows. It's just, uh, there are there's real talent out there, Wayne. Yeah. There like like is. like you and me. Yeah. And Fulia. Yes. Anyway, that's the end of the tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, rant? Who's your me. ultimate guest? My oh my turn. gosh, we never got to you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, I don't care. It's fine. It's totally fine. I got to talk about Jeffrey Rush the other day. Um, and hear that lovely Chris Lilly story, which has really restored my faith in mm. him as a person. So that's, <laughs> that's wonderful. Um, yes, yeah, so for me, obviously, yes, uh, considering you guys both have picked your all-time favorite people, um, yes, Tom Hiddleston mm. is at the top of my list. Um, and I've kind of recently come to terms with I think I would be okay if I met him. Because, like, there was a time when I was like, I mean, I still want to marry him, but uh, mm-hmm. let's be real. But, you know, there was a time when that was a super intense kind of feeling. <laughs> and then if I, if I saw him, I would just probably pass out. Uh, full disclosure on this podcast. But now, but now, like, you know. I feel, I feel like I could compose myself enough to actually have a conversation and... Helpful if you're going to marry him. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to, you want there to be a dialogue, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll marry you. Yes, Tom, I, do, I will marry you. Yes, good. <laughs> I can say yes to him. Yes to anything he says. 
<laughs> Whew, anyway. It's getting hot in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need a fan. Um, yes. No, but I would love more than anything to, to meet him. Uh, even if it's just to have a photo. Mm. I would Ideally, I would love to have a conversation with him. But, you know, that probably wouldn't be possible if it was just a photo up. I'd probably have to spend, like, you know, a million dollars just to get into, like, a VIP dinner situation with him or something. But I'll make it happen. Um, and then, yeah, apart from him, uh, yeah, some of the people that I used in the templates for the questions this week are people mm. that I would I'd kill for at a convention, um, starting with Sarah Michelle Gellar yeah. um, from Buffy, of course, my favorite TV show of all time. She notoriously doesn't really do conventions. Um, I, you know, and I've met, you know, Alison Hannigan, I've met David Boreanaz and Tom Lank and, you know, many more Buffy stars, stars yet to meet, but, um, you know, they, a lot of the Buffy cast frequent conventions all over the world, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which is really lovely considering the show has been, you know, over for 15 years, but, um, yeah. So hopefully she's, she's like the, you know, the Holy grail. Mm. Uh, in that aspect, uh, also uh, Harrison Ford, and he's he's like Alan Older. He's also getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to make a funny pun about older and elder saying something <laughs> similar. About it. I'm like I'm not gonna think of it. I'm just gonna explain it anyway, because uh, <laughs> that always makes things funny. Uh, I was Har- laughing on the inside. Good, thanks. You're <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, Anytime. Awesome. I got you as well. Thank you. <laughs> Harrison Ford. (laughs) Harrison Ford. I adore Harrison Ford and I have my whole life. Mm. Um, uh, So I would, yeah, I would die to have the chance to meet him, have a photo with him at a convention would be great. And then uh, Robert Downey Jr. Um, But he doesn't do many conventions either, uh, at least not outside outside America. So, uh, but now that he's got a lot more free time, <laughs> who knows? Mm. Who knows what will happen? But uh, well, yeah. if they're already bringing down all the big names to Supernova, who oh, knows? God, yes, <laughs> some big names coming. So I'm, I'm man, I am keen for some announcements for April. Yep. Melbourne Supernova, <laughs> my boy, my boy, my gosh, oh my dear, uh, gonna be great. So yeah, hopefully one of those names is on that list. That'd be great, please. <laughs> I'll die. Uh, yeah, those are those are my picks. Those are my dream guests. Awesome. I love them. Good picks, people. Yes. Yeah, everyone. Very good picks. Uh, okay, so that means it's time to check in with what you guys had to say uh, in, re- in terms of the question. Yeah. Mm. Um, starting with a couple of responses from Twitter. Yeah. Who we got first, Fulia? We've got Stephen Gaston. Stephen. Hey, Steve. And his response is Nathan Fillion, Firefly, and the voice of Green Lantern. Yes, Steve is a huge Green Lantern fan. Mm. Yeah, it's his favorite uh, hero. Oh, just like Philip. Yeah, yeah. Green Lantern's Philip's favorite. Great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, in fact, almost every time I see Steve, he's wearing his Red Lantern hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Without fail. Cute. Uh, love it. Um, yeah, Nathan Fillion is definitely on my list as well. Ah, uh, yes. I, I mean, I, he, he I, was down. Was it this year? La, last I think year? last year he may have done Sydney, Brisbane, Supernova, in, yeah, or Sydney, or, or Oz Comic Con, or something. Yeah, he one did, of those. He did one of the ones that was at interstate. I couldn't get yeah. to, um, unfortunately. But um, yeah, he he's done Melbourne before, and I need to hopefully hopefully he comes next year. Yeah, but if he's doing Suicide Squad, maybe he won't. But mm. uh, one day, because I yeah, Firefly again, another great show. 
favorite show of mine. So I would, and he's just seems like such a nice guy. And then, you know, the fact that I missed out on seeing him at the Spider-Man premiere when I was in LA. Rude. <laughs> he, was, he was there with his daughter at the same time oh, I was. Didn't even know until damn. we saw, saw a post on social media of him and his, like a selfie of them on the red carpet. I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like less than... 20 meters away from Nathan Fillion. I don't even know it. It's depressing. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Lord. Anyway. Um, thank you, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Wayne, who's next? It's Peter Sutton. And Kendall, you will read out Peter's answer because I can't pronounce half the name. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, no pressure. Um... Peter says, not possible as they are dead, but imagine Shakespeare, Chekhov, Dante, Tolstoy, or Chaucer at a convention. Hitchcock from film, Orson Welles, and John Huston. This little black duck is not much from modern popular culture. (laughs) Such an elitist snob. Even Cervantes or the fabled Aesop, too. Wow. Yes. What Thank a you list. for taking one for the team. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I hope I didn't butcher those names. It's a very cultured list. And it is. About Peter, he's uh, extraordinarily well-read yeah. in, in terms of uh, literature and film. Clearly. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some amazing, amazing. amazing names there. I'd love um, to have dinner with Hitchcock. That'd be yeah. cool, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or uh, be have one of those like you know one-on-one tutorials with Hitchcock. Ooh. Yeah. More on the technical side of filmmaking. Yes. Just how he, you know, frames things and yeah, all of these wonderful things. Yeah. Um, I would um I would love to talk Shakespeare mm-hmm. and see if all of the um the the modern interpretations of his texts are accurate. Yeah. Would you sneak in a little question of look Shakespeare? Or hey Will. Call him Bill. <laughs> yeah, hey, Bill. Bill. Even Bill, Bill yeah. <laughs> we know you didn't write all of Can you, like, just give us the definitive answer? Which ones you did write? Which ones you didn't write? What were the collaborations? Was it... What's his his name? The guy... Oh, no idea. I I know his name. Oh, I'm kicking myself. The guy who, uh, who supposedly wrote Shakespeare... Wrote... Shakespeare... Peter, you'll have a lot of um, novelists... To speak to, <laughs> I think maybe yeah. to dissect their uh, language. Definitely. What is it? Um, uh, yeah, and look, Hitchcock, Wells, Houston, great filmmakers. I don't know. Uh, Wells was amazing, especially with Citizen Kane. Even though I think it's an overrated film, but you have to appreciate he was very young when he did it and was doing things with uh, storytelling. No one else was doing. No. I was just filling up the void. Go for it. Thank you, <laughs> Christopher Marlowe. Mm. That was the. Um, or Kit Marlowe, who was the, the, the man that people long think actually wrote majority of Shakespeare's works. Yeah. Um, yeah, fascinating theory. And yeah, we'd love some clarity on that. Or mm. well, maybe let's have dinner with Marlowe. Yeah. Because Bill might not say anything. Yeah, he may not. Marlowe might. <laughs> he may not. Maybe have both of them there and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Let them duke it out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That'd be an interesting movie. Yeah. That'd be an interesting movie. I was like that. Someone make it now. Yes, somebody do it. Um, Thanks, Peter. Yeah, thanks, Peter. Incredible choices. Thank you. Yeah. Bethany Griffiths whispers, Michael Shane. (laughs) 
Why are we whispering Michael Sheen? I don't know. Why is the Sheen... I, I, I understand if it was like whispers Charlie Sheen. But, like, <laughs> yeah. but why Michael? He's a f- fantastic actor. Absolutely. Uh, icon of the generation. Um, but we're okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. He's a good... Why? Yeah. I mean, unless, it's, unless she's like something you wouldn't... Ex- a name you wouldn't expect from Bethany, mm. I suppose. Are you of Michael Sheen? I don't think so. No. He's a... Hang on, she said Michael Sheen. Hang on, we're, talking, we're thinking, you, you, we're thinking Martin, Martin you Sheen. You are thinking Martin I'm Sheen. I'm thinking Martin Sheen, so that's my fault, I'm sorry. But I still don't know why you would whisper Michael Sheen. Well, have who, I missed something? So, is, who's, who's... Oh, the guy that plays oh! Michael Sheen. Oh, duh, of course. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to blame this on my illness, okay? <laughs> okay I've not seen... Michael, Michael Sheen, like, I don't know why she's whispering either, but Michael Sheen... Is a fantastic actor. I haven't watched Good Omens yet, but I really want to. Mm. He was also um, the the head vampire of the Volturi in the Twilight Saga. I've forgotten his name. Oh, Ar- was he? Aro, I think it is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, the one that, the one who laughs really f- creepy, oh, weirdly. Okay. He and he, you know, he wants Bella for himself. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yes. Okay. Him and he's yeah he's been in a bunch of other things he's yeah but i can't think of anything right now but he's no he's very talented yeah, i can't absolutely. believe my brain went to martin sheen for no reason. that's okay <laughs> oh my goodness stupid me um but why are we whispering his name i know bethany explain yeah <laughs> please explain um because yeah he's awesome so. yeah, yeah. yeah thanks the, bethany yeah played the white rabbit in alice in wonderland oh cool yeah cool. in burton's alice in wonderland oh nice cool very good all right, our next few responses are from the wonderful people in the Facebook group of OzCons fans. Thank you so much for Yay. your responses. Mm. Thank you. Thank our you very first much. answer comes from Dale Sutherland, and he says, Buffy, favorite show. That's not a person, Professor. Well, I think he means Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, go with, we'll go with that, yes. Agree. Yes. She's, she is the, the, the white whale. In convention land. Yes. I understood the delivery link, but it's just Thank funny. you. I know. I know. I got it. She's, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. And yes. And the whale, apparently. And <laughs> Come on! You, yes, you get the literary reference, but you're turning it into something it's not. And I thought of all people, you, Wayne, would have my back. I oh, know. I've got your back. I've got your back. But I haven't trolled you at all this episode, and it's getting oh, towards it's, the oh, end. Oh, it's killing you, is it? <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> make it easy for you don't i (laughs) anyway thank you very much dale sutherland (laughs) thank you so much yes thank you renee harris thank you renee she said jeff goldblum because he's one of the most interesting and entertaining people alive yes good pick i want him to i don't know he's probably done this i hope he has i just want to hear him like read a newspaper or something i want an audio (laughs) book Jeff Goldblum audio Oh my God. I'm sure there's an audio book yeah. out there somewhere with They're him probably... voicing it. I, I would be as excited as I was the other day when I found out that Louis Thoreau narrated his own audio book. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of um, artists, um, actors, they all voice their, if, they, if they've written their own uh, biography books, yeah. I'm pretty sure they would have, oh, they, they so would good. voice their own And Jeff Goldblum, well. he'd be, yeah, he would be so much fun. And I would just like ask him 50 million questions just so I can hear that beautiful voice. Yeah. And then I would try to stump him with a question yep. so that I could hear him ramble and try to put it together. Amazing. Yeah. Well, kids, I have good news. He has, uh, 
he has actually narrated an audiobook. What is um, it? Let's have a look here. It's a book called The Last Palace. Uh, it, it, you can get it on Audible uh, if you have an Audible description. And this is from just over a year ago. Mm. So, so there is... There, this is it. The, yep. the, it's called The Last Palace, Europe's Turbulent Century in Five Lives and One Legendary House. An exploration of the last century of European history through the lens of the lavish ambassador's residence in Prague and the fascinating characters who have occupied it. Uh, I don't know if it's it's history ba- historically based or uh, actually or- it feels like a like you know um, a work of fiction observing real life events i think that might be what it is yes. there is a there is a um, a little clip but i don't i won't play it just in case it's not good content but yeah sure. <laughs> we can listen to it off air but yes. yeah but no i hope it's everything you want it to be uh, i hope so too <laughs> i hope so too that would be fantastic and yeah he would be so cool to meet i feel like I, I could just see him up on stage on the at the panels and it's just oh his panel would be the best yeah. it would be so much fun <laughs> it would be so spontaneous and random mm-hmm. and I would love to see what outfit he wears because he has the best fashion sense yeah, yeah. like of someone of his age like just, amazing just, just come as Ian from Jurassic Park oh. like short <laughs> open just do it <laughs> just do it just lie just on the couch <laughs> yes well well Wayne life. <laughs> Finds a way. Yes. <laughs> Take me up on stage. Explain chaos theory to me. Yes. I am there. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Can I say though, his condescending discussion with Laura Doan is one of the greatest things ever. It's so, it's, yeah, like it's, it's great. A personal like in joke between my sister and I is that if we're having this uh, chat and, you know, if I'm not explaining myself all that properly and she just needs a bit of clarification, I'll just go to her and go, did I go too fast? (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. And then, you know, just, that just makes me think of, you know, Laura Dern's like, you know, like line she has when she's like, you know, woman, destroys man, woman inherits the earth or whatever she says. It's It's brilliant. And And then the men are just like, what? They're just like looking at her because they know it's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking amazing. Thank you very much, Renee. That's a very good pick. Yeah. Uh, Megan Gatehouse is next. Hello, Megan. And she says, well, my top two ultimate guests already do cons, but never in Australia. Taryn Egerton and Tim Curry. Why? I mean, Tim Curry is a legend and featured in some formative films of my youth. Taryn Egerton is my favorite actor at the moment. But if I had to say one ultimate guest to attend a con, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger. My father raised me on select Arnold films, and I would love to meet him with my dad. Oh, that's so nice. That's a really sweet response, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's and a beautiful response. I too grew up on Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah. <laughs> there is a soft spot for Arnie and Sly Stallone for that matter. Yes, yeah. Cool. yes. Well, um, Arnie does come down to um, his uh, Arnie classic convention mm. yeah. or expo, I should say. Yeah, he does. It's a fitness expo. But we shouldn't forget that he's a Republican, so. Mm. Uh, yeah, not entirely great, but mm. it, you know, appreciate the man. That's it. We're here for your wives. Yes, yes, yes. Not yes. Your politics. Yes. 
Um, yeah, very good choice. Taron Egerton. Um, yeah, oh, a great, yes, definitely a, Taron Egerton. <laughs> a great actor for now. Did an excellent job playing Elton John. For anyone who hasn't seen mm, My Man, I'm gonna go see that. Oh some yeah, point. you need to watch it. It's yeah. phenomenal. He's also great in um, Eddie. Oh, Eddie the Eagle? Eddie the Eagle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a good movie? Yes, I've, I've got the DVD at home. Oh, it's, awesome. It's, it's a wonderful film. Yeah. It's definitely worth watching. I remember watching a lot of the uh, interviews that him and Hugh Jackman did on the press tour for that, and that made me want to watch the movie because they just seemed to really enjoy each other's company. Mm. I'll let you borrow the DVD. Oh, please. <laughs> I'd love to see that. And yeah, Tim Curry, of course. Oh, uh, man, he is a legend. I know. I know. I think we know someone who would go ape shit Absolutely. for Tim Curry. I Hello, think, Kirsten. How are you going? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest Rocky Horror fan I know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, Tim Curry is he's very iconic. Uh, oh, definitely. Not even just with Rocky Horror, but um, yeah, that would be really cool to see him come down. Yeah. Yeah. Very good picks. <laughs> very good picks. Thank you so much. Our next response comes from... Ash Atkinson, and he says, Bryce Campbell, Bruce Campbell, sorry, Bruce Campbell, because Evil Dead and Ash versus Evil Dead. (laughs) I knew you'd pick the horror response. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Bruce Campbell's awesome. Um. (laughs) Evil Dead's an interesting franchise. Isn't it? Yeah, it's not one that I've gotten into. A lot because I remember hating the original when I first saw it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I do want to revisit it because okay. I do like the character of Ash. I like the whole premise behind it. Uh, I'm interested to see fully how you will weave Ash into your Halloween fan fiction. Because <laughs> I haven't been picked up enough. Because enough. Yeah. Um, Amazing. You know, so. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, well, if you didn't like. The, ori- the original film mm. when it first came out. Did you see the remake? No, ago? I've not actually seen anything else from it. Oh, watch yeah. the remake. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Really good yes. remake. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I can understand why people might may or may not enjoy the Evil Dead franchise. It is a bit all over the shop. Yeah. Um, plays for laughs too. Plays for laughs. There's a lot of comedic uh, mm. elements, especially number two, because number two is very much a parody of number one. Yeah, kind of a parody remake because yeah. it has a budget. Yeah, because yeah. they got a budget. Because yeah, the first one was very much an independent film. Was, um, what, 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 made, what, wasn't Sam Raimi in uni when you made it? Yeah, yeah. him and Bruce Campbell were uni mates, mm. um, and yeah, and they so they made it on an extremely low budget, and I think it was yeah, it was very much heralded for its uh, excellent use of cheap special effects, yeah. effectively. Um, and they do look really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah. And then Army of Darkness is just bonkers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fun, yeah. but it's bonkers. Okay. Uh, and I haven't seen the series, but no, uh, I, I it got, a, it got a lot of good reviews and Lucy Lawless was in it as oh, well. Okay. So yes. Okay, um, so the franchise is looking better and better. Yes. Bruce Campbell would, I think if you're a fan of that franchise, Bruce Campbell's obviously the ultimate oh, that you would meet. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you're a Freddy fan and you meet... You meet um, uh, Robert Englund. Robert Englund. Thank yeah. you. I actually had a yes. wide link there. Yeah, yeah I yeah. noticed. I almost yeah. did too. Yeah, Robert Englund. <laughs> You're Jason fan. You meet Kane Hodder. Hello. Yes, yeah. yes, of course. Yeah. Um, excellent. Thank you very much, Ash. Yeah. So Karen Sabine said uh, that would have to be David Tennant. Hey. And if it were a Doctor Who convention, even better. Exactly. <laughs> Why have one when you can have them all? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's cool. So David Tennant's quite a popular Doctor, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's, he's a, one of the most. He's a popular actor. Yeah, just yeah. as a general. He's, he's, yeah, in general, because he's been in quite a few things um, in the last, I'd say, five, five years. Well, so. you know, he was in... Uh, in Good Omens with uh, Michael Sheen. <laughs> yes. Not Martin Sheen. Michael yeah. Sheen. He was also in Jessica Jones. Yes. Yeah, so I so good in Jessica Jones. Yeah. Fuck. 
Yeah. <laughs> so and talented. Karen, just as a side note, has actually said that she is not only a huge uh, Doctor Who fan, but she's actually met eight of the actors so far and wants to meet more oh, of them. Oh, of course. Cool. So why not? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely keep going. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a great collection of autographs you must have, Karen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Yes. That's so awesome. Thank you so much, Karen. Um, next, we have Peter Gavin. Hello, Peter. Um, they say Lana Perilla. Ooh, because she is the e- oh, she is the queen in brackets evil one anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's the she's the the evil queen in um, Once Upon a Time TV oh, okay. show. Yep. Ah, yeah, okay. She's gorgeous looking woman. Um, definitely does look like. You know, she's an evil, <laughs> an evil wicked witch. Um, I haven't seen the show, but I hear she plays the character quite well. And yeah, I've heard uh, good things of the series. I've not, yeah, I've not seen it. No, yet. I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. Uh, they they do some really interesting things with the fairy tale lore and and, every, uh, and everyone loves a good villain. Yeah, yeah. everybody loves a good villain. Um, yeah, and they bring in a lot of characters from Disney into it as well. Nice. Yeah, um, which is really cool. They even did Merida from Brave and the princesses from Frozen were in it. Oh, wow. It. That's so cool. Yeah, 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 super cool. So it's definitely a show you should check out. But um, yeah, very good pick. Awesome. Our next response comes from Sally Jordan Peck, and she says Patrick Stewart or Robert Carlyle. Ooh, nice. cool choices. So Patrick Street has come down mm. to the first Oz Comic Con yes. that happened here in Melbourne years ago. Um, I'm not sure about Robert Carlyle. He's uh, also in um, Once Upon a Time. Okay, yeah, cool. uh, he, he's Rumpelstiltskin in that show. <laughs> yes, but I, I love it. Yeah, I I remember him from. He was in a Bond film. He was in The World Is Not Enough. He was a villain in that. Mm-hmm. And he played Hitler at one point. Okay. And did a really good job mm-hmm. in like this mini series about Hitler. What an cool. interesting resume. Yeah, very interesting <laughs> resume. But he's a very, very talented British actor. So, yeah. Mm. Very cool picks. Awesome. I like him. Stephen Johnson has given me names that I will not be able to pronounce. Oh, I can. So, Taika Waititi. Okay. Yes. Yep. Uh Kendall, next one. Yes, J. <laughs> J. Michael Straczynski. Yes. Yes. Good and pick. Fulio, you'll know the next two. <laughs> Hideaki Ano and Makoto Shinkai. Okay, lovely. Excellent. Well, Taika, obviously, yes, a thousand, yes, a thousand times, yes. yes. <laughs> I think he'd also be quite fun to me. He would. His panel would be so much fun too. Just I like don't Jeff. know. Yeah, I don't know who. What would be more fun, his panel or his photo ops? Because, <laughs> like, he would probably encourage shenanigans yes, yes in, in both reckon. in both fields definitely um, fuck that would be great oh, i really want to like him now that's great um makoto shinkai is the writer director of the last two anime films uh weathering with you which is the one that was from uh, this year yes. and your name right which was yes. from a couple of years and ago you highly recommend both of those don't they you are play? absolutely beautiful movies mm. definitely see them and i would definitely love to meet Makoto Shinkai yeah, as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, J. Michael Straczynski. I, the only reason I knew how to pronounce his name is because he's a comic book writer and he's done a lot mm-hmm. for Marvel, uh, including, you know, work writing Spider-Man, uh, Civil War and some Thor. Um, yeah, he's, okay. he's a pretty big name in the comic book world. So, yeah, um, yeah and he, he's done a lot of TV as well. Uh, so, yeah. 
Very cool, dude. Mm. Very good choice. Would be sweet at a convention, I think. Yeah, Stephen, you've got a nice diverse range there. Like it. You know, from different mediums and different styles there. I think that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Yeah. Yes, good answer. And Hideki, Hide, Hideaki Anno is the director for the 2016 uh, Shin Godzilla. Oh, cool. Um, what else? He's, he's also He was also the, di- the director for uh, Evangeline 1.0. Um, which oh, do you is mean a, Evangelion? You mean yeah, well that one, yeah, yeah, that one, and also the Neon Genesis Evangelion oh, as well. Oh, that's cool! Um, wow, that's a big name then. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, and David Cooper says Mark Hamill. Yep. No explanation. No either. explanation no. needed. No explanation needed. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would be a lot of fun. Yeah. At conventions, that's for sure. Mm. Um. Yeah, we are all adore Mark Hamill. Yeah, Very I mean, talk much. about our childhood. Yeah. Regardless of what generation you are, if you didn't grow up uh, watching him in Star Wars, you grew up listening to him with yes. Batman. That's yeah. definitely true. So, one, yeah, wonderful choice. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. Choice. Yes. Definitely. Incredible choice. And he seems like such a great dude as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. Seems pretty chilled, actually. Yes, he does. Yeah. 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 He doesn't seem like one of those, you know, yeah, um, you know, people who's kind of let the success kind of go to his head a yeah. bit. He just, I know he's not pretentious at all. No, no, he does not give off that vibe, which is really no. cool. Excellent choices. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is great. Yes. Um, and now we have a couple more answers from some of our friends on Facebook mm-hmm. outside of the comic con group. Yeah. Um, who do we got first for you? Uh, we've got Christina Rogos. Yay. Hello, Christina. <laughs> Hi, Christina. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> uh, and she says, I've just kept it to five, otherwise it's a never-ending list. I'll start with James Masters and Nathan Fillion. Yes. Hopefully one day I'll be able to add them to my Joss Whedon-verse collection. Hell yes. <laughs> I've met I've met James Masters and he is awesome. Mm. So much fun. I really want to meet him. <laughs> so bad. Spike. Yeah. My William. <laughs> I have a photo with him and it is so cool. <laughs> it's okay, I just gotta remind myself I met I met Willow, I met Angel. Angel. <laughs> I can get by. Okay, go on. Alright, she also says then Angelina Jolie, never gonna happen. You don't know. Never Might, say never. Never say Might never. Happen, yeah. She's about to be in a Marvel movie as well, so can yeah. conventions. And I'm sure she'll be adopting someone in the region soon. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Never say never. No. <laughs> She's also said uh, Molly Ringwald could oh, maybe happen. Yeah, Molly definitely. Molly Ringwald. Yeah. If there ever was a poster girl for the 80s. Oh, it's hell yeah. Molly Ringwald. For sure. <laughs> She's so iconic. And she also says Mads Mikkelsen. Could you imagine if that happened? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. And she also says you girls would have to literally push me into the photo op and then pick me up off the floor. <laughs> I'm wondering if she meets, means for all of them or just for Mads. Um, my goodness. Yeah, no, knowing knowing Christina very well, yes, I know. I'm like not surprised yeah. uh, with all of those those picks. Yeah, neither am um, I. I yeah. love, again, I love how diverse that list is. Yeah, yeah it I love is. That. Yeah, it's a good mix of... of uh, big names and you know movie stars, TV shows, and all mm. of that jazz. Even a foreign film actor. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Christina and I have been talking about James and Nathan for quite some time. Yeah. yeah. They're both being on our... Well, it's out in the list. universe now. They've got to come back. Speak it into existence. <laughs> and look, James Masters seems to come back to Australia pretty often. Yes. Like every couple of years. He I think does he also, the convention. So yeah. we're hoping 2020 is the year for he also Because he's also in a band, I think. He is, he, yeah. So he, he does like tour around... Not just for the conventions, but also for his for his band as well. Mm. Yeah, maybe yeah, doing to, like mini concerts. Maybe and stuff. have to follow his band on yeah. Instagram or something. Um, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> amazing picks. Thank you, Christina. Thanks, Christina. Thanks, Christina. And our last response for the day comes from my friend Carrie Hughes. Hey, Carrie. Um, she says, "Anyone from Buffy who uh, who hadn't been like SMG? I think maybe she means Sarah Michelle yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes." I don't know what she means. It hadn't been like. Is that maybe a typo or am I reading that wrong? Because I'm sick. Anyone? You're reading it correctly. I don't know if it's a typo from the original text. Though. Okay, right, all right. Um, oh, as it, I think maybe she means who isn't like Sarah Michelle Gellar in the sense that they don't do conventions like she doesn't. Maybe. That's true. That's true. Could be that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Carrie, I know, is also a big Buffy fan as well. So mm. um, not surprising to see her mention. Um, Buffy. And then she also says Alexander Skarsgård. He would be amazing to meet. Tall Nordic man. Handsome. Handsome. <laughs> he played a very dreamy vampire once and I love him. <laughs> so I can totally understand. Shall we, shall we leave you to your own devices? Man, I am just... <laughs> that I'm is having... so rude for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's written all over her face. Come on. <laughs> Her and her devices. <laughs> yes. I'll just go. No. No. We're almost done. It's fine. Um, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yes, no. I've been having some good moments this episode. Very good picks. Have we all? Have we all? This was a great question. Um... Thank you so much, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. And thank you, everybody, for your awesome answers. Yes. I, I don't really think anybody repeated any any names. Not really. No. Not really at no. all. Very happy with Yay. that. Yes. Clicks. Clicks for you guys. Thank you. And shout out again to the OzCons fan group yes. on Facebook. Thank yeah. you for uh, being so kind to respond to our question. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Fulia. Yes. What do we have for next week? Next week's question is... Which musician should get their own biopic and yes. why? Ooh. And why? Yeah. <laughs> yes, considering, you know, biopics seem to be in at the moment. That's yes. right, and made nicely too, like done well. Done very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, anyone you want, they could be still alive, they could be long dead. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who cares? We want your answers. Hashtag tell Fred. So yes. Can yeah. find them on social media. Awesome. What's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? Well, we're kicking off our festival flashback this week so this week we finally get to debut on video the writer yes finally i can't wait to watch it i want to rewatch it yes it's been (laughs) quite a few years so 2016 yeah when the writer had its world premiere at guessworks arts park in albert park and that will be up extraordinarily soon, probably up already by the time of this uh, oh. broadcast. Yes. Ooh, okay. So check out our Facebook page to to know when when that's all up. 
that was our very first time doing theatre at Spread the Alien Productions. It's yes. when our flirtation with theatre began. Yeah. So we're all extraordinarily proud of the writer and we Aww. can't wait to, to see that again. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're also going to just share again, Michael and Philip are getting married in the morning. Yes. yes. Uh, so you'll see some familiar faces from the writer and Michael and Philip. Mm-hmm. And that's been up for ages, but hey, revisit it. Why not? Yeah, it's a great play. Yeah. And we will then also be debuting the filmed uh, performance of Whatever Happened to Jeremy Backstar Yay! this week as well. And you'll see a few familiar faces from Michael and Philip in that one. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Can you detect the pattern here, people? Yes. Hey, hey, all the best directors use the same cast. I think so, too. And all the, all the best actors come back with a good director, exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just, you know. Uh, so, yeah, so that's, I think, the exciting thing for us. So yeah. Melbourne Fringe is happening at the moment. So we're like, hey, you know, Fred's decided not to do theatre anymore. So let's celebrate our time in theatre. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, is quite exciting. So, yes. Yeah, that's happening this week. So keep an eye out for that. Please do. And yeah, look, more Fred Watch happening. So we've uh, gone in a bit early and Kendall joined us to record a Halloween special for Fred Watch. Oh, yes. So so awesome. Yeah. So it was a brilliant film. It was a great episode. So currently editing that. So that'll be our end of October. Yes. For Halloween. Uh, Yes. And um, yeah, we've got a new episode of Fred Watch with Philip and myself this week. So that'll be the death of Stalin. Yay! It's another podcast as well. All right, I'm going to have to watch that like tomorrow. Yeah. So I can listen to it. <laughs> it's, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie and a, and a good podcast as well. Uh, that is it for me. Yes. Ladies, what mm. are you up to? Ladies. So we're going to be filming Collectible Chaos this week. Yes. Can't wait for that. That's going to be fun. And that'll be out next Tuesday. Yes. Um, we'll also have, we've also still got the monthly question running through. Mm-hmm. So make sure to answer the question. Yes. Um, which is, you know, what, what shows were you sad when they ended? Yes. Mm, yes. Good question. Yeah. Yes. I'll be answering that one soon. We'll put my thinking cap on. Yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah. Lovely. Um, so that'll be out next Wednesday as well. Um, Foolish Fuji's still running, (laughs) doing the, um, the Lego, the Incredibles run. I have finished the second movie, which was the first part of the game. And now I'm doing the first movie. (laughs) Oh, cool. So they've, they've flipped it around for some reason. I'm not sure why. Why not? Yeah. Try, everyone Uh, tries different things. Yeah. It may have been a promotional thing when the second movie had come out. Uh, That makes sense. That's probably the reason. Mm. Um, So I'm now currently in the middle of the first film. Um, So join me on Fridays if you can. Um, What else is coming up? I'm just trying to think. Um, I think that's really all I can... Well, I was going to say, Wayne didn't mention, and I will because it's Marvel. Marvel 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 Mondays. Yes, that's so true. kind of fell into the Fred Watch thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You thought my customer story was the down point of my week. I've been watching Marvel movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I don't see where there's any down point (laughs) on that, considering the exceptional quality. Uh, Wayne, what's the next review that's going to come out? Iron Man 3. Yeah. yeah. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on this one. Yeah, I was interested in revisiting this one mm-hmm. because on reflection, before I started 
Marvel Mondays, uh, it was one of the least impressive for me. Okay. Of the of the Marvel films. So Okay, interesting. Yeah, so watching it again was was a good experience for me. Oh good. Yeah. Right, I'm looking forward to reading your thoughts. Because yeah, it is definitely one of the most divisive films in the uh, mm. MCU canon. Yes. Uh, people either seem to really love it or don't care much for it. I mm. have to say I as a again on reflection because I stopped watching MCU movies um, after a while. Uh, you know, at a certain point. And I have to say, if I had to think about it, I quite enjoyed phase one. Yeah. And phase two was like, ugh. Like, really. Like phase two is very much a mixed bag. Yeah. yeah. I think I was didn't feel great about hardly almost any of them in phase two. So this is why I actually look forward to revisiting Good. them. Because I don't have fond memories of phase two. Okay. And I've not even started phase three. Well, there I'm is, glad... Yeah, nothing to push me forward. I'm glad you're you're revisiting because um, like two of the best films in the entire universe are in phase two Mm. and that's Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I should actually address Guardians of the Galaxy. That was the only one that I did really like. Really like? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm curious to uh, hear your uh, Winter Soldier thoughts next week. Yeah. (laughs) It will be fun. It it will happen. Yes. (laughs) It will happen. It will happen. Eventually it will happen. Eventually it will happen. Yeah. Good. Any content from... You, Kendall, no. any non-scripted reading? No, nothing's no. really going on in the, the world of that. And mm. I've been busy with collectible chaosing. And yeah, you've got collectible chaos and the monthly. So yeah. the sort of second half of September is where it's all happening for us yeah. at the moment. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Um, cool. Well, speaking of that's it, I think that's it. It's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. Excellent. That was the podcast called Fred. It's time for the Fred plugs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibumps, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows, and more! That was the Fred plug. It certainly was. I have been a Kendall Richardson. I've been Wayne Cellini. And I've been a Julia Cantarmaggio. And you've just just experienced a a podcast podcast called Fred! Episode 84. Ooh, getting closer to the ton. I know. Yeah. Remember to eat beef. Yes. yes. And also the double ton. Yeah, this is yes. true. We need to work. We really need to work out when that is. I, I, I <laughs> so we, we need, can do a thing. This is true. Or we could just absolutely disregard the original show. I don't want to. Oh, I think you should. It's a living in the past. No. <laughs> Pay respect to our roots. Don't forget where we came from. Okay, fine. I'll work it out for you. Okay. Is that okay? <laughs> one, one of us will. Maybe I, I might just do it. Yeah, you might do it because you know me and numbers. Yes? They're bad. <laughs> oh, okay. They're really bad. All right. Cool. All right. I'll remember that yeah, for next yeah. time. I work in sales. They're bad. Oh, okay. All right. Fair call. Yeah. Uh, and, and scene. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we can do better than that, ladies. And scene. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Bye-bye. We'll see you next time. <laughs>